Kia ora and welcome back to the Run Adjacent Podcast. My name's Hayden Bell and I have Mallory co-hosting with me today. This podcast is brought to you by our buddies at Trick Trail and Fish. You can find them at 4 Wakeland Street in Carmo, the runner's candy store. Stockers of all the running stuff that you need. Uh, today's guest is Dwayne Collicut. You won't have to jog your memory back too far to episode 6 for his full interview. But I think given his recent form, it would be a good idea to get him back on. Since his first potty, Dwayne has gone on to record these results. He was second at the Katai Trail Run Walk with a time of 1.22.34 in the half marathon. He set a new course record at Whangarei Park Run with a time of 15.46. And the reason for today's episode, running the Hawke's Bay Marathon just last weekend and coming second overall with a time of 2.39.42. Uh... Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Welcome back and congratulations, Dwayne. Thank you, Hayden. Thanks for having me back on and thank you for the congratulations. I'm certainly pumped as. <laughs> so cool, man. Awesome. Um, so I think to get this started, it only makes sense before we jump into it to talk just a little bit about some of the training going into uh, Cox Bay Marathon. Yeah, sure. Um, so I mentioned last time I was on the pod that I was aiming for Hawke's Bay as my next uh, goal race. And I think at that time I was doing around the 140 Ks per week and then uh, built that up to about 160 for uh, the next month. And then with about five weeks out from Hawke's Bay, five weeks ago, I started tapering off slowly down before the race. So, yeah. Some big weeks in there, but definitely, yeah, it was a grind. Mm-hmm. Did you have any in- injuries at all? Uh, no, not big injuries. I had a few drains and niggles, but I never really had anything that set me back more than a couple of days of mm-hmm. light running. Did you at all want to say any of your favorite like core workouts that made you feel quite confident going into Hawks Bay? <laughs> how many workouts do we want to go into not law, law like you know there's usually like one or two where you're like oh that was that yeah. was epic yeah there's uh there's sort of three or four that come to mind but uh we'll keep it to yeah one or two yeah i did 40k session um ended up being 43k actually uh five four three two one cut down Ooh. which is five k's with a k off four k's with k off three k's with a k off and i started about four minutes K pace for the first set of 5Ks and then every progressive block was shorter but getting faster and so I finished with my last 1K being my 40th K at, at like a 3.30 pace and so Was yeah. that six, when was that, seven weeks out? Uh, that would have been, yeah, six weeks out, okay. seven weeks out and then yeah. uh, at about five weeks out I had another longish run close to 40ks i think it was 36 where i had four sets of 20 minutes running at my goal race pace which was 350s which was a goal yeah nailed it first time i'd nailed that workout and it's uh one that's always kicked me in the guts but <laughs> <laughs> it felt good to finish that one and finish with the last set of 20 minutes being faster than my goal race pace and feeling strong at the end so hmm. gave me a lot of confidence yeah, yeah, that always feels so good when you, yeah, you've got like those good confident booster workouts. Mm. It's solid. During the week of the marathon, um, 
what, what were you doing uh, running wise? Were you running or were you just sleeping and eating or what, what were you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah. Uh, well, I keep to running the same days that I normally would run through my training block mm-hmm. when I'm in my taper. Uh, but I'm just trying to really bring that volume right down. So even if I'm doing like a 4K, a 6K run, whereas normally, you know, you'd be doing 18, 20, Mm -hmm. you just keep those same days Mm -hmm. and run, but you just have a very low volume. So I think I only did 36Ks the week before, the week of the the marathon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So lots of like six half hour runs and had a little bit of speed work still mixed in, but pretty small amount and keeping it very controlled, not getting carried away. It is very tempting to <laughs> go get carried away because you're so like jittery and yeah. doubting your legs at that time. So it's really important just to keep under control. What what were your nerves like um, the, the week of? Yeah, from about the race was on Saturday. From about the Tuesday and the Wednesday, <laughs> I was yeah pretty yeah. nervous. Like a little bit that queasy butterfly feeling for yeah. some days in there. I really felt the weight of like publicly putting out there that I wanted to run 245 and I was feeling yeah. that pressure. I was like, well, you oh, smashed what, it though. What, yeah. what happened to <laughs> my phone? But yeah, it's, it's easy to doubt. It's easy to doubt. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's definitely was yeah. pretty shaky. <laughs> so did you sleep well then? I did actually sleep pretty good. Oh, yeah. Even though I, I was nervous when it came time to sleep, I was just zone out and, and sleep. And my sleep that week was really consistent and good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I probably averaged like eight and a half hours each night oh, nice. for, the, for the week leading up. So, yeah, I really focused on that, which was easy to do because I felt like I had no running volume. Yeah. So I had heaps of time in the day. Yeah. yeah. Just to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So how was... How was your nutrition during the week then? Um, yeah, I, I tried to st- stick to eating what I normally would eat, yeah. uh, not change things too much. Um, I did jam in a few more carbs from about three days out, and that was usually in the form of just eating more bagels, really. I love, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love bagels. I think you should yeah. be sponsored by some bagel. Yeah, ugly bagels or something, yeah, because yeah. I, I must have ate like... 15 bagels like in the last four days leading into the race that is such can we segue into what you had for breakfast the morning of your yeah so mel Mel was shocked that i would consider eating three bagels for breakfast the morning of a marathon the morning of a marathon but that's what i normally would eat right it's worked for you in the past yeah well this was the first time racing (laughs) eating bagels three Uh, three bagels three bagels which is Mm -hmm. like you know, 270 grams of bagels. It's, a sta- that's a normal <laughs> amount, a right? standard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. did they sit? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I made sure I ate nice and early before the marathon. I ate three hours out, which meant getting up at like 4.30 or something ridiculous. I ate my three bagels and then uh, was sitting on the couch and I was thinking, oh, they feel kind of heavy in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and then, all of, you know, you have all these doubts of like, was that right? Do like people yeah. normally eat three bagels? And <laughs> I normally eat three bagels, so it's got to be right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it ended up settling down and I think they were a uh, winner for the day for sure. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. 
Did you have any pre-race uh, other things that you did before the race? Yeah, bagels, coffee, and making sure that was nice and early. Just trying to chill, really, those mm-hmm. last couple of hours. Um, caught a ri- ride into the race start with uh, my cousin and his wife, who were both running the full and the half as well. Nice. And who lived down there. And so, yeah, just got to hang out and talk with him, which was a nice catch-up and sort of took my mind off yeah. the fact that we're about to just get after it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Was the weather pretty good? Too? Yeah. Like the, the start of Yeah, the weather was uh was meant for the day. It was like your dream marathon weather. It was mm-hmm. um still weather. It was almost sunny but kind of a light overcast. Yeah. And it was three degrees at the start line, maybe four. And so it was cold, but yeah, once you get working once it was like really nice. Once you're warm it's good conditions yeah. to run in, eh? Yeah, it's yeah. ideal. Are you obsessive about checking the weather before the race? No. I'm I so don't. obsessive about nah. it. I can't help it. And it doesn't even matter. Yeah. At the end of the day, no, the no. weather's going to be the weather. Yeah, the weather's going to be the weather <laughs> and you're still going to run regardless, right? Yeah. I mean, you paid all that money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the thing that the locals were definitely worried about was um, you have a long section in the second half that's down the coast mm. and it can get quite a headwind if there's a southerly mm. blowing. Oh, yeah. I and um, you can end up running into quite a punchy wind, I believe. But yeah. it was not too bad. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that wasn't really affected. Yeah, so it was a light breeze. It was yeah. definitely noticeable when you turned into the headwind, mm. but it wasn't like having to run into 15, 20 k's an hour of wind, mm. Yeah, which would have been rough <laughs> <laughs> during during the race how how was the course and did you come in with a race plan in mind um, yeah i've just got i've just quickly go over you mm-hmm. through your through your splits because i think they're i think they're amazing to read um so you did the first 5ks in 19 minutes followed by the second 5ks at 17 minutes 54 then you're 18 for 15 uh, oh, for the next 5Ks after that, it was 18 minutes 48. And then at the half marathon, at the half halfway mark, you'd, you'd clocked an hour 20, which was 24 minutes for that 5Ks, followed by 18.02.23, and then at 18.49. And then to finish it off, you did 19.36, like to come in at 2 hours 39. Like, so you're really consistent there, um, your average pace. It's three forty nine at its slowest point per k. Mm. For for a five k section, yeah. yeah. Like well, those yeah, because those aren't separated by five k. Because there's no you're not running a twenty four ten for five k. Oh no no he's not. Yeah sorry no it's my okay. bad. But I mean but it's yeah. like but yeah, like you was you're, so consistent. Your 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 speed and yeah and yeah was was just yeah, so thanks. consistent coming into it. Yeah right. um on the day like. Hawks Bay is known as a flat course, so yeah. it was what I consider pancake flat for us up here in the north. Yeah, um, very. There was um, a couple of slight, you know, rises over stock banks or up over a bridge, but other than that, yeah, very flat. The trails, it's like fifty-fifty road and then cycle trails, which is like a, a packed lime limestone. Um, and some of those, because of the cyclone, had been recently repaired, so the gravel was still quite soft and loose. Is so, that a good thing, or but like if it's soft and loose, or? Yeah, I didn't think it was that nice to run. Like it wasn't. I'm not saying it's bad, 
but it wasn't fast. Mm. It just was mm. a bit soft underfoot. And so it wasn't like really fast on those sections of the course. A very, very nice course to run. Yeah, the, the gravel and a few tight like U-turns over bridges and through uh, train track crossings were probably the things that really broke up your running. But yeah, definitely some long sections in the second half where you could get rolling if you wanted. Hmm. Yeah, and you did you run with a group? Was there, was there a bit of a small pack of you? Yeah, so yeah. I guess we'd start out into just, sort of yeah. <laughs> how the race went. Yeah. Um, the race plan from the start was definitely we're just going to try and split uh, 350k pace mm. all the way through to 30k where hopefully I'd have some legs to kind of just send it home. So that was that was the plan and <laughs> we were, I was aware that you know, the winners typically like a run like a two hours 30 and third to fifth place is two, two hours 40 usually yeah. in a typical year. So I was sort of aware that I was going to be on the tail end of that like top five and not getting caught up racing in the first half of the marathon was like yeah. a big thing on my mind. And definitely I started out with like a 345 Obviously, you feel great at start other than the jittery nerves <laughs> and then quickly realized like I was getting sucked into what was essentially the chase pack at the time. So the leader went out at like 3.15, 3.20, looked comfy as from what mm-hmm. I could see, looked relaxed. And I was like, he's just going to send it the whole way. He knows yeah. what he's doing. But then there was about five guys probably tucked in like in a little bit of a pack trying to chase him. Maybe yeah. just under three forties, and I was kind of almost stuck with them until I made a conscious decision that, like, somewhere around two k, I was like, I don't want to get stuck there, so I just kind of let them go. Dropped back, actually ran a bit of a slower k, and then some people caught up, and I ended up in a pack of three of us, essentially me and two others, and. By about sort of 5K, we were pretty, had a bit of a chat, you know, and sort of settled into running Yeah, our goal pace of 350s. Did and they all want to run 350s? They they were aiming to run 350 to 355. Hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I want to run just th- right on 350s. Mm-hmm. Also, the, the lead female at that time was in our pack as well. Mm-hmm. And so it just formed a nice little cohesive group. And uh, these two guys were um, Graham and Matt. And, yeah, we had a bit of a chat and, yeah, became very steady and would take turns at the front or just keep each other, like, on pace. You know how mm. when you're with people, like, if someone creeps ahead, then they just kind of come back into the mm. pack mm-hmm. yeah. rather than just keep on creeping. And, uh, yeah, we split pretty consistently, as you could see from the splits, for that first Probably 15K, yeah. just like right on those 348s, give or take a few seconds, depending on what was happening. A couple of fast Ks mixed in there, but yeah, it was really good. They were solid. Yeah, nice. I think it's ideal early on, too, to have a pack and not kind of do it the... Obviously, Ben, who got first, he was comfortable and from the get-go just looked comfy. But then the the guys that were trying, that were chasing him that were especially at like 12K when I saw you, they were already 
looking like they were working hard. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like that early on in the marathon, it's so much better to just tuck into a group and be mm. able to find that cadence. And then you have like, I don't know, did you guys talk much at all? Or yeah, pretty- we, we had, a, had a few chats along the way. Um, they, they were both from Hawke's Bay, so they'd run all those cool. trails yeah. and those yeah. roads a lot. Yeah, so we didn't like talk heaps excessively, yeah. but yeah, definitely a few laughs and whatnot mm. along the way about different things along the course, yeah. about our supporters and whatnot. Yeah, and so we stuck together as a pack of three at least to 15k and then I think by 20k we had uh, already picked up a couple of those people that had started in that case pack mm-hmm. and yeah. they had all essentially come apart and were running solo and we we picked up a couple of them by about 20k and one or two of them kind of latched on to us which yeah. was nice and then yeah from yeah 20 2k 22k 23k i um we sort of came into that headwind mm. it was nice long straight uh concrete paths heading down promenade po- um, yeah marine parade yeah marine parade yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. that point was feeling good about like trying to keep our pack together yeah we've been working well together and i wasn't really thinking about racing at all at that point and so i took the lead of the pack and just led into the wind for about eight to 10 Ks there mm-hmm. just to sort of help hopefully cut the wind, be the tower. Yeah. Live up to my <laughs> chase, to your name. chase nickname, the tower <laughs> up the front. Yeah. And uh, so there's, yeah, there's actually a few great photos of me leading. Yeah. I think there was four guys. Yeah. Yeah. Tucked in the, and behind me at that They're point. Smart. Yeah. yeah. I, when I drove past, he was like, towering over just steady 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 and then you see this group of guys like tucked in right just behind him right yeah it was like yeah. oh the tower <laughs> easy yeah. ass yeah oh, so yeah. i was in my um in my race plan uh to keep myself um from getting sort of caught up in that first half i'd had a goal of run that first half with it being just just easy was sort of my mm-hmm. motto just easy just go easy Staying on pace, but just don't do anything mm. stupid, you know. Mm. And then as soon as halfway came around, uh, I knew from halfway out to like 30, 32K, I just wanted to be steady. Like it's going to start to not feel as comfortable as that first half, mm. but yeah. you just want to just stay steady on that pace. And that's why I sort of took that lead along that straight and I felt like I could really zone out and kind of just metronome and those yeah. were yeah there were, i think there were seven k's in that second that were all within like a second per k yeah. of just Consistent. three uh three forty sevens i think 346s just yeah ticking what, along what that's did you a, oh sorry go ahead no, a, that's a um interesting so you weren't really thinking like from 21 k's onwards you weren't really thinking about the race you were just in that mm. metronome yeah. mindset, yeah, just yeah, click just, off the K's, just yeah, mm, exactly. That's so cool. And um, yeah, I didn't want to like you don't want to start racing till like thirty K, yeah, thirty two. That's what they say. Eh? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what they say. And yeah. in fact, when we picked up a few, another guy at twenty two K, and he sort of latched into that pack there. I didn't realize it at the time, but then me leading that pack, I was in 
uh, fourth position. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't until maybe a couple of Ks went by and then the marshals were like, oh, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, mm-hmm. and I realized, oh, actually, I'm in fourth position. And yeah. Yeah. And so I tried not to let that get to my head as yeah. I was just taking out that steady through the 30, but yeah. definitely by 28K, I caught sight of yeah. that third place guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, here we go! You know that, that little, <laughs> you can't that little, help it. yeah, that yeah, little yeah. Uh, shark yeah. mode, like yeah. chase, chase him <laughs> mentality so kicked yeah. in, and I was like, yeah. "I'm going to catch him." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, if you're seeing him, you mm. know, if you're seeing him, he's obviously getting closer to you. So, yeah, um, yeah, set out to reel him in. Yeah, sorry, what what K point was that? That was that twenty eight K. Okay, um, um, and so then from that you passed third. Yeah, that I saw him, and mm-hmm. I think yeah. I passed him at. 29 yeah so it didn't take me long to catch him Mm-mm. and he was yeah he was having um gi troubles where he said when we went past and he was struggling mm. unfortunately which is rough yeah um but yeah so passed him at 29 and then i could hear i didn't really pay attention through that point to who was behind me yeah what was I, the rest of your pick doing um, I didn't. I never looked. Oh. I could. I could hear. She just took off. Um, I could hear Matt still behind me, mm. Mm. and I know when I went past um, at twenty nine k. When we went past the other guy who was in third, we sort of had a little chat. The three of us. So I know Matt was there, but I think the others had dropped off a little bit. There was all those half marathon walkers too that you kind of had to weave a bit. Yeah. So that was part. when we started to yeah. encounter. Yeah, the half marathon is yeah. for for basically that last ten k. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I think yeah, I ran that like twenty eighth and twenty ninth k a bit too quick, but I was already like kind of in that it's case time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, then by shoot, was it thirty one k? I caught sight of second, which mm. really surprised me. Yeah, and I was like, I. Oh, yeah. We we got him and we we um, saw him probably at thirty k. Were you and 31. Matt talking during that? No, we we hadn't been talking. He said he was just staring at the back of my head, just yeah. like <laughs> on the tail. And then yeah, when I saw second place, um, he was also struggling as well. And I think Matt actually missed seeing him because he was uh. in amongst the half marathoners. And so I went past him and. At 32k, and I was like, "Well, it's 10k to go. It's yeah. you know, it's race time." Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when I kind of put down a bit more pace. Yeah, and the pace got down to like 340s, I think. And I was, <laughs> yeah, I was sitting in the air for yeah. probably about four k's and the three or four k's in it at 340s, um, and. Uh, I thought that would be like sustainable for the yeah. last 10 Ks. And yeah. I was definitely thinking like, you know, it's go time. The, the race is on. Yeah. Send it home. Just all those kind of thoughts yeah. was like, yeah, we're going last 10 Ks. We're going to get this uh, sub 240. That's in what the I was going to say. Did you know if you're running 340s and you knew right away, like, oh, I'm going to be well under 240. Yeah. I, I can yeah. keep this. When I, when I saw that, I'd split the first half in a little over an hour 20 yeah. and I was feeling it's like so yeah. good yeah by the watch oh um, yeah well the watch was a little bit behind so mm. by the watch it said 
2015 mm. seconds. So I was like oh, yeah. 15 over. And I was like, at that point, I felt so good, so strong that mm. I was like, I've got the sub two, 240 in, <laughs> in the bag. I don't know why I thought that at halfway because uh-huh. it's like yeah. only halfway. Yeah. But then, yeah, later on at that 32K when uh, you, you can probably see on the, my splits there, yeah, I, I stepped on the pace a bit. Yeah. Mm. And that's when I first noticed that I couldn't hear Matt. Yeah. So I, I gapped him a little bit there. But then uh, I quickly realized that that was probably a bit too much of a step up. Yeah. And just yeah, brought, it didn't, just brought didn't, it back a, a fraction, but you're still take doing, yeah. long for me to feel like, uh oh, I'm starting to struggle. Mm. And mm. Um, we made a turn into a headwind for about a K. And uh, we rose up onto a stock bank, and I was just the head, the headwind, and already started to struggle. I really started to fade, and I was mm-hmm. feeling a little bit panicky. Yeah. And uh, yeah, ran my slowest K right there at thirty seven K, yeah, which is a four oh four. The slowest K was four oh four. Yeah, I, I, I was what a little, were you a disappointed <laughs> that I that I dropped one K under the. Under four minutes. Oh. Was, yeah, I was, I was a bit sad about that, but that was okay. We um, put, bro, put it this way. I, I've run a lot of Ks this year, and I don't think I've done a 404 at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> proud moment. So it's right. Yeah. So, um, be proud of it, mate. It's cool. Yeah. Did yeah. you see the 404 on your watch? I think I actually missed it. That's um, a good be- thing. Yeah, I think sometimes because it really messes with you psychologically. I saw I saw you there at yeah. 37K. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a cameraman there and a few other people that gave me a good cheer on and said, keep going. And yeah. then um, was that was yeah <laughs> right on crossing a bridge. So we ran sort of down to the bridge, crossed mm. the bridge, and then turned and headed the other direction. Mm. Um, which was then with the all of a sudden with the wind on your back, yeah, and that really gave me a good little boost. And so and you passed Nina too. Yeah, I got got rolling again. I passed my cousin's wife. She yeah. was doing the half marathon. Yeah, and she gave me a big cheer. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, I was just yeah. like, yeah, I can do this. That, and that, that perked you up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, got back on the pace and seeing the pace come back down to like that three forty five, yeah. three fifty. I all of a sudden felt really good. I crossed these 37 Ks and I was like, in my head, I was like, I can do anything for 5 Ks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's park yeah, run. It's park and run. Park run to finish. Park yeah. Run time. And yeah. uh, that was basically where all my thoughts went. Every yeah. K that clicked by was just mm. keep grinding. I can do anything. Yeah. Send it home, sort of. Yeah. And yeah, even the last two Ks, yeah, I tried, like, I was like, Surely I can give a bit more, and every time I tried to get sort of under that three fifty pace, just really struggled. Yeah. So, and yeah. knowing how close you were to the two forty pace too, or the sorry, the two forty. Two hour forty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I actually saw on my watch when I was like, my watch read the forty two k, and I think I had like thirty seconds left or something to run under. And so by the watch, I thought I wasn't actually going to make it. And so I'd already decided, oh, I'm, I'm not going to make sub 240. But I've held on to second place and <laughs> mm. I've run a strong uh, last 10K. So I was pretty stoked with that. And then it wasn't actually till I crossed the line 
and yeah. stopped the watch that I saw that it still read 2.39. And I was like, oh, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so run it. It's up 2.40, yeah. Nice. Uh, that's so cool, man. So just during the race, what were you what were you drinking? What was your hydration plan? And like, did you take any gels or how many gels did you take? Just three bagels. Uh, just <laughs> those three oh, bagels. And, right. <laughs> um, yeah, three bagels got me started. But um, no, I definitely had a plan for the gels and I had uh, water bottles yeah. uh, it, about every 11 Ks. Yeah, um, electrolytes in them. Uh, no, just straight water. Yeah, um, just a little uh, pump bottle, like a three fifty ml one. Yeah, so it's kind of easy to hold. Yeah, and yeah, and then I was taking goose. Yeah, um, the plan was to take it every thirty five minutes. So I took one at thirty five. I took one at seventy, but then my maths failed me, and I took one at a hundred minutes, which was. <laughs> Only a 30-minute gap, <laughs> yeah. and then I realized after the fact yeah. that, oh, I've actually taken one on a 30-minute interval instead of a 35. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, the next one I'll take in 30 minutes as well. And yeah. so I took one at 100 and then one at 130 and then ran the last 30 just with the water bottle. Nice. And uh, did actually take five goose with me just in case, but in that last sort of 30 minutes, forgot that I had the fifth so didn't, didn't end up using it because I tucked it in the back pocket and yeah yeah marathon brain sort of sets yeah. in at no, that point nice. and then you just don't think about anything other than yeah trying and, to find that finish line <laughs> um and if the listener hasn't worked out um Mallory was down supporting you what was she like as a as a as a supporter I, I was in like I was so stressed because I had to do the bottle <laughs> The bottle exchange and Dwayne put a point on the map of 10k and turns out I can't get to that 10k mark on the map. Like I tried to drive there, but it was like private, no trespassing. And I'm like, I don't want to get deported. I'd like to stay in New Zealand just a little bit longer. <laughs> and so I kept trying to drive around to find that 10k mark because I thought like, I'm like, oh, that's important. Like he mm. needs, he needs the water like every, mm. yeah, that plan was like what you said 10k 20k 30 yeah so anyways i'm sorry the question was towards you what, what was the <laughs> question again oh, how was how was mel yeah i think it, it probably was more stressful <laughs> being a supporter and yeah. aid station person essentially <laughs> than it is actually running it um once you get running you're like yeah. you know you're just this is what yeah. I'm doing. I'm running. Yeah. And uh, so I did see her for that first bottle at 12K at mm-hmm. the aid station. And um, yeah, it was all sweet. Uh, a lot of um, people, a lot of a lot of my pack were like, oh, you've got a very careful supporter there. Loud. <laughs> very loud supporter. And um, yeah, so everyone was stoked. Even uh, Ben out the front after talking to him at the prize giving, he was like, yeah. oh, that was so awesome. She was always my yeah. biggest supporter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw you six times. Yeah, I think six times the before course. the finish. Yeah. And every time I saw Ben, and it was really hard to read his bib because it had his last name, and so I would just start yelling at him, but I yeah. had no idea. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was quite stressful. Yeah. So, yeah, huge, huge credit to Ben. He ran, like, yeah. the perfect race. He basically split 330s mm-hmm. the oh, whole yeah. way um, yeah. for a... Uh, uh, 227 so he was in first by solid 13 minutes and looked 
comfortable mm-hmm. doing it apparently yeah yeah, yeah he was yeah. comfy yeah. yeah and it was it was quite nice um the lead cyclist had like a cowbell strapped around the the front of him <laughs> don't look at me like that and of course i wanted the cowbell um but it was really nice because when they were doing the half marathon walkers the people were not necessarily moving and then you mm. could hear mr cowbell on the bike yeah, yeah. and the lead so he's the lead cyclist and people know like oh i got to get out of the way versus like when i would see the rest of the top lead marathoners coming and the half marathoners walking and they just don't you know you don't hear them yeah so it was probably quite nice for ben to just yeah, yeah. follow along Ta- yeah, yeah tuck behind the, the cyclist yeah it's definitely um uh fyi for the people out there doing a half marathon when you know there's marathoners coming in behind mm. if you are like on headphones yeah. um listening to music do try and keep in that left lane yeah otherwise you are likely to get kind of roughly shoved out of the way yeah. as uh, those lead people come through and look for a gap and yell mm-hmm. and or even no one those, hears them. Even those mid-pack people like me who just yeah. tell you to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't quite like, have, the, have the heart or like the breath uh, yeah. to use that much energy. So for me, it was mostly just kind of a few rough um, yeah. Yeah, shoulders uh, at times. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely some times I had to split a gap between two or three people and uh, just hope for yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. It's better than but, taking a chance. Yeah, it was, it was also, it was uh, awesome. Like there, there were so many of those half marathoners were cheering you on mm-hmm. as you're coming yeah. past. They yeah. hear you coming and they get really excited. And there was a ton of people out on the course. There must have been a few thousand in that half marathon. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, just a line of people. Yeah, a different. I think it's probably the the benefits of like having the other people around and the the boost it gives you from passing past people is yeah. probably worth more, honestly, than the occasional having to dodge. Yeah, yeah, someone. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely a big motivational boost. I think. Yeah. Yeah, coming past people. Well, yeah. you can see it on your splits where, like, when people are uh, spectating you or cheering you on, like when you passed Nina. You could see like a little yeah, boost of a like big boost yeah. in there. Yeah. 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 So what do you think you've done differently to your previous marathon training to get such a wonderful result? The best. Mm. Um mm. Yeah, so my last marathon I trained for, road marathon, was Tauranga, which was almost exactly a year ago. What was the time? Um I ran essentially uh two fifty nine. Um, it was a 2.54, but it, the course was a K short. So we'll call it a 2.59. So essentially I ran a 20-minute PB. <laughs> crazy. Which is crazy. Uh, that's that's yeah. huge, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, obviously wrapped about. Yeah. Um, things I changed, though, uh, I didn't change a lot. Definitely my volume was a lot higher mm. for uh, Hawke's Bay than it was for Tauranga. And... Uh, the other big bonus of Hawke's Bay was uh, I've been running pretty solid Ks pretty consistently for for probably a good five months now, four or five mm. months. Mm. I feel like... Essentially since Tarawera? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I had a couple yeah. of easy weeks after Tarawera. Yeah. And then um, sort of by the time I started getting ready for the Glen Burvey Half Marathon, which was, was that April? Yeah, sounds about right. Start yeah. of May. No, Rotorua started May. Yeah, it was in April. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, before that, I was already over 100Ks a week and 
spent a solid sort of three months in there at that 100Ks, 120Ks a week. Yeah. Mm. And then so the, when the time came to build like two to three months out of Hawke's Bay to build the mileage even more, it came without too many issues. I yeah. was pretty – like the body was pretty happy running the 140, 150K weeks for the most part. Yeah. Um, Did you use the same training plan? Like – yeah, for Tauranga, uh-huh. they used the um, Runner's World Sub 3 mm-hmm. training plan um, and followed it pretty strictly. And that's um, how I learned a lot of the importance of following a plan. Not necessarily mm-hmm. the importance of the plan, yeah. but the importance of the structure in your weeks. And I didn't follow that plan specifically this time. But I would refer to it back to it when building my week's plan yeah. of what I wanted to run for that week. Mm-hmm. And then most of the workouts were kind of a mix of pulling from that plan or pulling from other people's marathon training blocks. Yeah. And so sort of kind of pull resource collecting yeah. to build my training plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, definitely hit some much bigger workouts than I did for Tauranga, probably what gave me what I needed to to run the PB. Mm. Mm. Is there anything you'd do differently? Uh, through my training plan, through the mm. race? What do you mean? No, nah, through the uh, training. Um, you could like, yeah. Yeah, I think a bit more focus on like specifics, like single leg or lifting, gym work, mm. uh, core, uh, those kind mm-hmm. of things, even if it eats into a few more of my Ks. I think I like I did a little bit of it for this marathon. And I think the you know, the maybe half hour to an hour I put in each week probably paid like a ton of dividends mm. for mm. how I performed on the day. So I definitely that would be one thing I'd look to do a bit more of and even if it cost me 10ks a week you know i think it would be probably more beneficial for my running to mm. do that and lose a few k's than it would be to just run more k's mm. yeah Probably. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. i love lifting Man? okay working out mm. Work out. <laughs> mm. so good Okay, I don't want to ask the question. What's next? I want you to revel in, in your, uh, in your, in your second placing in this massive. Mm. I want you to enjoy this okay. massive marathon PB that you've just set. Yeah, I want you to just bask in the glory of it for a while. But Mel wants to ask you what what's next. Oh. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Under so the I bus. was like an asshole. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> just throwing her out there. <laughs> Yeah, what's next? Definitely, I'm I'm still just yeah buzzing about the performance and yeah, um, how the and day. And so went. you should, yeah, so you uh, should uh, honestly eat three bagels uh, every you, morning. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't help but think about what's next, like coming up. I'd had put some thought into it even before Hawks Bay, but I definitely I didn't. You know, when you come up to those big um, sort of A race goals, you usually. I don't like to have anything planned out immediately after mm. so that if I want to just 
chill I can and then yeah see how long it takes me to ease back into some training but some things on my horizon are Kepler's coming up in December but also before that is Kerry Kerry half marathon and I'm mm. yeah very tempted to give that a nudge an absolute cracker of a hit out and see see what happens what's what's your current half marathon pb i ran my half marathon pb in my oh and during this <laughs> in my marathon so, oh yeah yeah. So yeah i thought it was one it was 120 it was yeah on the yeah. i think it's in the second half Oh. You ran one nineteen. Yeah, the oh, Garmin said I ran a yeah. one nineteen something yeah. PB. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd say. No, I won't say it publicly. What I want. No. Don't say it. Don't no. Say it. Don't yeah. put that no pressure on myself. Nope. No. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to shoot for a really good time at Kerry Kerry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that or a few other events that might might come in there as um of course auckland marathon mm-hmm. um mm. we might have a jog there and the other one that has been like bouncing around the back of my mind is um yeah defending the club's name at the taupo 50k ultra Ooh. and uh, yeah so that could be another one to have yeah have a play around i feel like i've done a ton of speed work yeah and yeah just building back into a few more hills i could yeah, yeah, maybe go, go, f- yeah, do repeat what Sam did maybe yeah. last year. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, Sam won the top of 50k last year. Uh, he's from Hatia, and um, so Dwayne, yeah, he wants to be next on the on the on the trophy list, eh? The tower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just in the, sorry, it's sorry. just in the back of my mind at the moment, yeah. but. I'm definitely those, not committing to the, that one. No, nah, yeah, the, but, but those, we'll see how I feel. All those races that you mentioned, though, are really, really good event ideas. Hmm. So yeah, no, that's cool. Um, and I think this time around, like you've you you know what it takes now, hmm. and you've got you've so you've got the experience and. What else? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that, like, he only started running five years ago. Yeah. And that you ran a 239 Mm. marathon. And that you're so quick, like, you figured Mm. out your training and what works for you really, Mm. really fast. And that Mm. doesn't take, like, that takes a very long time to figure that out. And for you to just nail it, it's pretty, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited for you. (laughs) What do I say with with marathon? Marathon running is you learn learn from your mistakes, and I definitely I can look at each marathon I've run mm. and I've made like huge mistakes, mm. and so this one was just trying not to repeat any of those mistakes, and yeah. then also trying not to make new mistakes. I could have easily got caught up with that front pack. Mm, yeah. yeah, it was um yeah a very conscious like. Forget about like trying to place. That's not what we're here mm-hmm. for. Yeah, um, we're here to run a PB marathon mm-hmm. and run a strong last ten k. Basically, that was what was in my mind. And so, yeah, essentially, Matt, who finished thirty seconds behind me, he was pretty close behind. Yeah, he ran a twelve minute PB as well. Ooh, yeah. And so we both started yeah. quite far back. And then ran a strong second half. I was yeah stoked for him too because yeah yeah he was awesome to run with. And the fact that he kind of just latched on to me and we sent it in that last sort of half 
yeah, it was was awesome. So yeah. stoked mm. for them. That's cool. Mm. Mm. Oh well, um, I think that about, that about does us. Yeah. Uh, cool man. Um, awesome, Dwayne. Um, so that's so cool, man. Thank you, Dwayne. Um, thank you for giving up your time on a Monday evening. I'm going to release this on a Tuesday morning, so we're going to do a quick turnaround because I wanted the exclusive story. So thank you, Dwayne. <laughs> Thanks, Aiden. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for coming along for the ride, Mel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you to all the people that are listening. I think, I mean, it's people like you that are listening that we can keep the show running and do the things that we love to talk about and yeah. um, keep the running community going. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. And shout out to our sponsor, Trick Trail and Fish. Um, thank Please. you, Des. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Thanks, Des. Right. <laughs> new, um a new Hartier shirt from uh, Trick Trail and Fish, the 2XU, uh, and it was really comfy. It was nice to have a club T-shirt that felt it's, and it's nice to wear. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't leave me with bleeding nipples, so cheers <laughs> for that. Appreciate it a ton. <laughs> no bleeding nipples. Uh, if you can tell your friends and your mates about Run Adjacent, whether that be sharing, um, I think another really good way for people to start to find out about this podcast is either through rating it on spotify or you can also do comments um Mm. as well just Mm. to share yeah we don't know how it all works but apparently it helps the algorithm get it out to more ears so believe in those algorithms yeah Uh, (laughs) you can find run adjacent on uh on instagram and facebook as well uh your call to action this week is if you want to come on the pod for a chat Message me on Instagram is probably the easiest way. I'll chat to anyone about anything, really, but it has to be running or related. Uh, Till next time, happy running. Whoop, whoop, whoop.